What is up? It's Dakota Layden here from Destination Fear, and you are listening to the Paranomaly Zone. A ghostly apparition in the dark of night. Hey there, fellow zoners and paranormal ponderers. It is time for another episode of Terminal. That's right. We did one a couple of weeks ago, but you know what? We missed out on so many. Mike, I feel like we need to do another to get back on track. That's okay with the listeners. Oh, Mike, you sound so tentative right there. I mean, well, no, it's good. <laughs> Mike's. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. This goes, is going to be a good one. If he's, or if the listeners are okay with it, then Mike is fine. Yes. Um, another Especially reason. Especially the ones in Estonia. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I did point that out. We, the, like paranomaly, out the Paranomaly Zone is apparently pretty popular in Estonia. Say, hey, that's awesome. So that's that. That's I think great. it's awesome. Very awesome. So, um, as per usual, I tweeted out that we did have an idea for the topic. I tweeted that out last night, but it is my fault, Mike. It is a last-minute change on my behalf today. Um, I won't go into the reasons why. No, no need. No need, but they're, they are legit. But, hey, blame me. Um, as Mike usually says, don't blame me. I stubbed my toe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, no, you can blame me now. But uh, that's another reason we switched it to the uh, to another terminal episode, kind of along the similar lines of the topic we're going to dive into, but a little bit different. Um, I am going to start, at this moment, the listeners will not know this, but I am going to start recording this episode on video for our Patreon pals starting right now. Hello, Patreon pals. Here we are. I'll be posting this later on. You can look at our handsome faces or our hideous faces, however you want to describe us. It's it's fine with, with us. But this episode will be available on our Patreon page as a video episode. So uh, we'd love to see you guys there. <clears throat> yeah, and it's this tonight's topic, Mike, is something that Dear to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would say so. And I don't want to say that it's a, a flippant topic for Mike. You're coming around to it. You're coming around. Yeah, there's you know, there's times when I feel a little bit, you know, coming around. But Come on, say it. Come on, be honest. We're all about yes. honesty here on the Paranomaly Zone. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. Oh, good. Ooh, yeah, This uh, that's what we're all about on Terminal. At the end of the episode, <laughs> we're going to give our own personal yay or nay, no shades of gray as far as is this crap we're talking about legit or not. We have to decide. There is no straddling that paranormal fence. Mike, we're talking about... 
demons. Oh, my goodness gracious. And Mike's voice even sort of sounded demonic right there. <laughs> well, I can get better than that. Do Especially it. right now, I, I don't know. My throat's just not, Come on, not show, doing it. Show off. Do it. <clears throat> do it right now. Come on. Say something creepy in, in your demonic voice. You can do it. You used uh, to sing. You used to sing during Christmas time, like like the Grinch. So uh, I did. <laughs> you can try and get some out. Yeah, I guess that was that was more like a, get out. Whoa, yeah, I'd say that was better. Hey, how's that? That was. <laughs> I think all of our listeners are deaf now too. So uh, if you didn't didn't hear it the first time, <laughs> no, we're talking about demons. Yeah, you know, Mike kind of jokingly says, "Yeah, something very near and dear to Patrick's mm. heart." I wouldn't say near and dear. Um, it's near and Catholic to him. Yeah. I'm not putting down the Catholic people. Oh, hell no. Hell no. No. <laughs> Again, longtime listeners know ding, ding, ding. Um, I was born and raised a Catholic. Um, I always find that phrase funny, too. It's like the moment I, I pop yeah. out into the earth, I, hey, there's a yeah. Catholic. <laughs> yep. It looks Catholic to me. Let's put him down on the paperwork as that. Exactly. I don't really buy that. So I. <laughs> Erase that. Check that. I'll say I was <clears throat> raised a Catholic. I mean, not strict, yeah. not a strict Catholic home by any means, you know. But we went to many uh, are though. Yes, absolutely. Um, we we were lucky. Uh, me and my uh, four older brothers. No, it wasn't a strict Catholic house. It was just we went to church every Saturday night, you know. And it was that's just how it was. It was a big deal. We got dressed up in our not our Sunday duds because it was Saturday evening. So got dressed yeah. up all nice. Went to church and then. Yeah, I guess I proceeded to ignore everything, and I, I have vivid memories of sitting in the pews, Mike. Well, one pew. I wasn't sitting in several. And <laughs> playing shadow puppets on the pew in front of me. <laughs> I could imagine that. Yeah, I mean, who knows what the priest was going into, all this deep, you know, <laughs> uh, I used to talk, uh, and I'm sitting there playing with, uh, <laughs> with my hands and making shadow puppets. It was interesting. Well, that's good. Well, is it? maybe not good. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> good for you. I don't know if in the Catholic Church they have these had these little envelopes with a little little pencil like that where you could write on it and put a donation in it. Well, yeah, we had a donation basket that always yeah. that went around at a certain time of the mass and those there's several different baskets for each, you know, aisle of pews and stuff and Yeah. And I never understood that either. I didn't understand why we were I I'm not being flippant here, there's that word again. <laughs> but I, I never understood. It's like, what, what's going on here? Why are we giving? Why, why are you digging in your pockets and throwing money? Yeah. In there? Um, yeah, we could use that for ice cream after church. That's exactly. <laughs> you know, Mike. That's funny that you said that because that was a treat half the time after church. Oh, yeah. Dad would take us through the Dairy Queen, and we, were, if we were lucky enough, we'd all get like a ten cent Billy Bar. Man, that was great. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, there's so many memories of Catholic Church. Yeah. Um, but I was what I was going to say about that envelope and little pencil. I used to take those and doodle on them. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I keep coming in and out of focus for some reason. Well, it's because I'm moving. I'm stick. I'm moving away from my microphone because I've got that itch in my throat. I told you earlier. Uh, I got one right before we started recording. I took a gulp of my drink, but of course, it's one of those drinks where just like a little leftover dollop of liquid hits you in that perfect spot in the back of your throat and it makes you feel like you have to gag and cough for the rest you know rest of you the don't episode. want a dollop of liquid is that even a word yeah dollop's a word dollop <laughs> is a word it's huh? a word yeah do a dollop of daisy it's on the commercial even there you go there so i guess it's I, a good word a dollop of spit there you go yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no not good like that. see let, let's see here before we dive into demons <laughs> um other memories of catholic church growing up um 
you know, a lot of a lot of rituals, Mike. Um, oh, sure, yeah. I mean, people look at them nowadays. A lot of them, you know, they probably think that they're quite silly, you know. And hey, that's fine. You know, that's, no. um, you know, each religion has their oh, sure things, and not one of them is silly. It as long as it means something to the people that are doing it. I mean, it's not hurting anyone. It's a it's a good thing. So gives I, them faith. And does it shock you that I was an altar boy? No. And I don't want to go into any further <laughs> talk about it because I'll start making jokes. Okay. Yes. Well, all I will say is that the only reason I, the only thing I looked forward to when I was an altar boy was when I got to ring the bell. There was this, there was this portion during the the sermon or whatever when the the priest was blessing the the body of Christ, you know, the Eucharist, which is just a stale, gross piece of bread, um, mm-hmm. like the size of a dime, and that made you want to puke every time you ate it. And, and blessing the water, turning it into holy water, blessing the wine. And he would say, I've, I, again, another thing I never understood, but after each blessing, he would raise his hands and say, do this in a memory of me, as in what like Jesus was saying. And then right. I would go, ding, 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 I'd ring the bell. I don't know why. I don't know what that was all about, but I loved ringing that damn bell. Well, you know, because each time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Hey, there you- there you you know, it's part of a Catholic thing, I guess. Maybe that is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, 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 you, I always wanted to do it super loud too, and like shock people into like a waking. Wake up the ones in the back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did you get to light and put out candles or anything? Or? Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I so. That was you know um, we we get to carry. Well, there was usually three altar boys. And uh, during each mass, and there would be one who would carry the crucifix, and then the other two who would carry the lit candles. You mm-hmm. know, um, and we they both be on each side of the the priest, and it's all very solemn, Mike. You know, and very it, it, man, I'm getting like weird memories popping in my brain right now about all these all these uh, days as as an altar boy. One thing I'll never forget. We'll move on. Is I got called mm-hmm. in to do like a, either a funeral. Or a wedding. No, it was a funeral. Yeah, <laughs> definitely wasn't a wedding. It was a funeral service, and I was an altar boy. And it, it was on like a day, a day when we usually wouldn't have a mass. And so I think we got paid like a dollar or something. I don't know what it was. Maybe maybe we got three dollars. Maybe we didn't get anything. But I vividly remember that candy from the priest. Hey, come on! You said you're not I, going to hey, make jokes. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, that would be fine for a young child. <laughs> Here, reach into um, this box. That's down by my okay, whatever. Reach uh, into my pocket. I have something for you. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Back. See, I told you. Strike let's that. Not strike go. that. Um, let's not go any further with that. But go ahead and tell your story. Well, there's well, no story to it. It's just I remember when we're all ready to go. Then the priest walks in. Uh, I won't say his name, um, no. but Father such and such. And I will. Father Guido. I will never forget. Sarducci. <laughs> he he said, "All right, let's get this over with." <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Okay, I said, well, you, you seem really thrilled to be here as well, Father such yeah. and such, but... Uh, I guess he didn't get his $3 or $2 or a dollar either. <laughs> <I guess not. laughs> you know, it's another thing that's really great, Mike, is is uh, going to to the confessional. Did you ever have to do that in your... Oh, God, no. Oh. I think Catholics are the only ones to do that, aren't they? I Probably, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know, I guess. Got to go sit I mean, with... I know not the mainstream religions don't, but... See, we didn't have any big setups. We just, we had like two different... Uh, basically, what I'm remembering is we would set up in like what was the quiet room, the baby room, whatever you know. Like if a, if a baby started crying during church, the right. parents would take their kids to this room. 
And that's where they kind of set up this little partition, you know, and the priest would sit on one side and the, all the kids would, you know, take turns setting up on the other side. It's not like he didn't know who you were. He, he, he knew all the kids. He recognized their voices, but they just have to follow, you know, whatever, instructions. But yeah, that's, yeah. Su- that's super, that was super odd sitting there, this partition in front of you and like, okay, when's the last time you've been at confession? Like, I, I don't know three months ago, you know, would you, okay, you know, basically bury your soul. What have you done? And I always said the same damn crap because I didn't know what the hell to say. He's like, well, I got mad at my brothers. I punched my stuffed animal or I don't know. I yelled at my mom. He's like, all right, say three Hail Marys to our fathers and you're done. Walk around the block twice, spit halfway through, and you're done. It's like, I always wondered, even as a kid, like, if I said something super serious, how many Hail Marys would I have needed to have said to have been forgiven? Well, and it's not like he didn't know you're lying. (laughs) Exactly. You're saying your stuff, and then he's writing down, let's see, swearing... Uh, masturbation. Never uh, said that one. Never said that uh, one. But. <laughs> uh, stolen candy from the store. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, that's exactly it, man. And, so, and he's just like, okay, whatever. He's probably over there <laughs> looking at his wristwatch, you know, and say, let's get going here. Anyways, yeah. demons. Demons, Mike. Yes, had to give that little preamble a little bit. In case you are a new listener, believe it or not, we do get new listeners all the time. We love all you guys. Thank you for checking us out. Yes. Um, if you aren't familiar, new and yeah, if you aren't familiar on and everything, we love them all. If you aren't familiar uh, with our terminal sub series, I guess this is where uh, we kind of stray from the flagship podcast just a bit. The flagship, the structure of the flagship podcast. Well, this one we just kind of dive right in, um, off the cuff, literally off the cuff, highly opinionated. We throw out the topic, we talk about it. We give our opinions and we give our final takes. Yay or nay, no shades of gray. This is going to be a good one, like Mike said. This is one, yeah. not near and dear, but man, let's dive into it, Mike. Demons. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, yeah we're talking about the, we're talking about, yes, the Zach Baggins demons that he thinks yeah. he sees every episode that Ghost Adventures films. So maybe he does. I don't know. Um, I watched a lot of Ghost Adventures yesterday. Yeah? I mean, they were just, you know, throughout the day, I just left it on there to see if I could kind of get some... It's like, yeah, you know, am I, is he really that bad? And I'm watching. It's like, yeah, he was possessed. Okay. Like one, yeah. one, one episode, he was possessed like three times. <laughs> Punched a wall and, and started making out with, with Aaron. And I don't know. I was just weird. That's a different. He made oh, out with a, Aaron one episode? Oh, yeah, hey, Mike, no, you, you can't. Just shouldn't, shouldn't he, added that. You can't throw that stuff out there. With, you know, people listen right now. Now we're going to yeah. be contacted by people in, you know, on, on the Travel Channel. And they're saying that we're spreading rumors. You know that how it goes. That did not happen. That is just me and my stupid sense of humor. Well, he did. But, yeah. But, but he, yeah, they were at one place. It was... Uh, was it where the Sharon Tate murders were and everything? I oh, don't yeah. Know, but yeah, they were just, none of them were doing good. <laughs> and again, let's make this perfectly clear. We are fans of Ghost Adventures. We yes. are fans of all paranormal programming to, yeah. an, to an extent. I mean, we, I can't, uh, me in particular, I can't say all of them, but for the most part. I'm a part, fan of all of them that got canceled just. I know, isn't that ridiculous? Um, but, you know, we all have that whole, there's that whole hullabaloo out there right now between right. all these paranormal programs, and we're not going to dive into it. We did, we did talk about that on our last yeah. Patreon episode. Um, yep. We have a great relationship with the Travel Channel, and we want to keep it that way. Absolutely. Uh, well, again, we love Ghost Adventures. 
hey, mm-hmm. I I highly respect Zach. He deserves all the success in the world. I mean, like my God, those guys are got it. <laughs> always on the move, always on the run. Very entertaining. When it comes down to it, it's making money and it's entertaining, and that's what it count. That's what counts when it comes to the Travel Channel. Oh um, sure, and, and and understandably. So. so. We're throwing it out there because in case we ever have an opportunity to talk with a Ghost Adventures uh, cast member, uh, yeah. you there it, it is an open invite. But that being said, is Zach always constantly possessed by a demon? <laughs> um, or is he just really, really sensitive? Um, well, he's not always possessed by demons because he needs room during the episode for his, his, his flexing, his uh, passing out. His, uh, you know, I his, uh, you. Yeah, getting yeah. into trances, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, his moments of, of yelling at the rest of the crew. See, now I'm going off on that negative thing again, and you're just tra- Mike. You're just you're jealous and transfixed by his hulking physique. That's what well, that's what it's all about. Hulking. Well, yes, he has a hulking. Well, he used to be quite hulking, and now he, now he's just uh, fairly fairly um, ripped. You know, quite a bit smaller, but uh, yeah. guaranteed to be shirtless at least three or four times per season. So, there you go. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, let's, Mike. We're, we've already dilly dallied enough here. I'm pulling out. This is this this is for the Patreon video viewers. This is that old book that I showed you before, Mike. Oh, that's right. That is so cool. This, I can't believe. I actually, literally, when I first was given this book by a, a co-worker and i was like oh my god that is so cool when i brought it home i think we talked about it uh when we were still the alternate route podcast back in the day but mm-hmm. i was i am such a geek and so just stuck in this catholic lore this catholic upbringing i brought this book out of my house and put it in the shed because i did not want this in the house <laughs> that, <laughs> i remember um, it is called Demon Possession Today and How to Be Free. It's missing its cover. <laughs> yeah. But it is written by Evangelist A.A. Allen. Triple A. A.A. Allen. Um, it's a complete inspirational textbook. Answers every question on demonology. Scriptural proof that demons are real today. Tells how to be free if possessed or oppressed. And so. you get free road service with it. Um, it's triple <laughs> Sorry, that went over my head, but uh, I got it. I it got was it. too simple for you. Yeah, that's well, <laughs> that's pretty true. That's that's quite true. I'm trying to look for the age, but it's it's old here. I mean, they've they've got yeah, it's definitely older. They've yeah. got ads for other books in the back for sale for twenty five cents. So mm-hmm. twenty five cents per book. Hey, they still have the mail in. Subscribe for a friend. I should clip that out and mail it in. See what happens. Yeah. See if you can get a copy for me. <laughs> oh, there you go. Maybe if I mail this out, maybe I'll get a hand delivery from Zach Bagans of something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, yeah, this is pretty interesting. But I, I, I just got Bob or uh, grabbed this off the shelf for for some inspiration in, ca- in case uh, we come to a stalemate here. But it, it's uh, quite interesting to to say the least. Least I should say. Ah. Anyways. Now, Mike, the definition of a demon is is what? Um, it's like something that basically has. Well, first, first and foremost, is something that has never. Correct me if I'm wrong. Never existed in human form on this. Right. Earth. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the technical definition is an evil spirit or devil 
especially one thought to, p- to possess a person or act as a tormentor in hell. Um, yeah, I don't like that. Don't like it. Don't like it. Um, there's so many different possibilities as to what an actual demonic entity could be. Mike and I, we've talked about stuff so much, and we have so many disagreements, but some things we, we uh, I, I guess we come pretty close to agreement on when it comes to all things demonic. How do you feel, Mike? Um, clear your head. Just go, <sighs> clear your head. When you, how, uh, when you first hear the word demon, and it pops into your brain, a clear-headed brain right now, your immediate reaction, your immediate thought would be a sigh. That's exactly just it. like that. Yep. <laughs> yep um, you know, a lot of times it's just internal, but <laughs> I know, and a little flatulence, and you know, and a couple other things. But uh, yeah, now a burp out of the corner of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever it is, you know. I mean, my gosh. I mean, pea soup. Who knows? Um, now it's something. Talk about your. I guess. Gosh, how can I word this? because I want to keep this fairly short. Your how is your feelings about demons slash the devil slash demonic beings? How has that evolved if at all from a younger Mike to to now? Can you kind of sum that up briefly at all? Mm. Well, I think when I was younger, I mean a child, I had that fear, you know, like that uh you know, that a person sees something on TV or, or, you know, about demons or whatever in a child, like a young child, like me at that time, seeing those things and kind of putting together in my mind, what a demon is. And it, it's scary. I mean, I, I was bothered by things like that. And then I, I think as I got older and, uh, more away from the religion aspect of things, the organized structured religion. Um, I started thinking of demons as more of a religious construct. I mean, and it just didn't fit with me, but the more I think about demons, I, the more that rings true to me as well. But like you said before, I am coming around and having different thoughts about it and looking at it in a wider picture, you know, paranormal wise and everything. So by the end of the show, I'm who knows what my answer might be. <laughs> and again, just to be perfectly clear, Mike, uh, I'm, sometimes we, we get into it a little bit here. We we are not bringing down anyone's faith. We are not uh, judging never. anyone's faith or lack of faith in anything by any means. Absolutely. We're never doing that. And whatever direction that faith goes. Yes. I mean, a- absolutely it's not, not. not up to us to you know, Mike, judge that. Mike might not abide by the you know the the rules of christianity so to speak i'm saying that in air quotes the rules of christianity um but you know you believe that jesus christ existed as a human on this earth well beyond human yes oh yeah that's a whole nother topic altogether <laughs> yeah i mean and i believe you, in i believe in a god and you or and you love you you love what jesus represents for sure oh absolutely and his words um and we'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. But again, you don't necessarily because there's a there's a wide swath of, of people worldwide, maybe me included, that 
when they think of demon, they immediately go to, as opposed to you, you know, opposite of you, they go right to the religious construct and they think of demon as a devil or, Mm -hmm. you know, a servant of the devil, sent by the devil to wreak havoc on earth. Now, that's something that I assume you don't buy into. Or are you going to save that for the end? Mike's mm. closing his eyes. Yeah, well, I got, I got, I do have words for that, but okay, okay. Well, um, will you, will you well, remember it during your yay or nay? Oh yeah. Final conclusion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's out there. Obviously, that's a huge portion of what a demon is all about. Supposedly, all exactly. about. sent from Lucifer. However, you know, how whatever name you choose. Now there are other. There are several remnants of. The paranormal world, Mike, that some would argue are demonic in nature. So, I mean, shadow people, there are some who believe that a shadow person is demonic in nature. Any heavy feeling of oppression that a, a paranormal investigator or someone, someone who is feeling the influence of the unseen, the unknown in a negative way, kind of like Zach Bagans a lot of times, they would automatically say, well, that's a demonic Mm-hmm. In nature, not necessarily. Well, if you believe that ghosts are the spirits of the deceased, then you wouldn't necessarily believe that these are demonic in nature. On the other side, they're just assholes. On the other side, as well, just like they were in real life. I think a lot of a lot of the times, or in my thinking, most of the time, or all of the time, that might be the case. If you know, depending on. How I go towards the is there demons? Yeah. Some, I mean, there are some out there who believe that, and we're getting, we're going way far to whatever direction here. Some who think that if one is to say they have seen aliens, some believe there's an alien and demonic connection. Right. Some well. pe- some people say that if they you know Bigfoot is totally evil in nature i mean we're yeah. <laughs> we're going off on a tangent well i am a little bit here but there's a, a large portion that can't be ignored when it comes to their perception of demonic i mean they go even beyond me and my catholic you know mm-hmm. my catholic um i don't know locked box that i feel like i'm in every now and then here i don't know why i did quote uh, air quotes there locked box <laughs> That's for the video audience. Locked box. Um, yeah, I think you're loosening the screws on the hinges a bit. So, uh, of my mind right. or the box? Of the box. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> um, would you think, Mike, that if there is such a thing as a demonic entity, have you ever felt throughout your lifetime that you've encountered anything close in nature? No, absolutely okay. not. Even when I've seen the shadows like you know the black shadows the forms whatever i've never felt anything evil or negative about any of that that i've seen Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. never do you mike think and mike if you feel feel free to throw questions my ways Mm -hmm. as well I, I, i hate doing i always put you on the spot and i feel like i never give you an opportunity to do it but um you know, some of the topics we've talked about, we, we do also focus on true crime on several episodes on our true crime series, I should say. And uh, we even, when we had the, the pleasure and the 
absolute honor of appearing on Chris Jericho's podcast, Talk is Jericho, the last time we've been on it twice now. Amazingly, we have been. Uh, we talked about the haunting of Ted Bundy and a large, ah, the large, a fabulous, fabulous episode, fabulous. Um, um, a large portion of that conversation revolved around the idea that perhaps maybe someone like Ted Bundy was under the influence of the devil. Maybe he was possessed. Was he a the devil incarnate? I mean, was he a portion of the devil? I mean, we don't know, but we talk about that quite a bit. So I'll ask you that right now then, Mike. What do you feel about the idea of humans being under the influence of a demonic energy, demonic entity? Is that something that you think is... Where, where do you lie on the, on the realm well, of possibility on that one? If there are demons, uh, it absolutely can happen. I mean, look at how many times in a, in, in a ghost hunting situation or... Uh, paranormal investigations where well there's zach again as a reference uh, being <laughs> possessed it's zach. not it's not just being possessed by a demonic entity or a demon i mean the soul or the spirit of a of a person can take over a body i mean you know like enter and and have an effect on a body and have it have be an influence on the on a person um now that I believe in, that I can see just, you know, like we go back to thinking how if a person is a jerk in life, he's a jerk in, 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 in death and in the afterlife. Uh, and maybe they even have that, feel that freedom to even get worse. I mean, what if he, what if a negative entity, uh, a ghost, a spirit of a person that was living, took over a body, influenced it in whatever way, and it, you'd swear it was a demonic possession because this entity that's there could be so pissed off and so letting itself go in the form that it is and able to, you'd swear the person's uh, uh, possessed by a demon, but it's just a very pissed off spirit of somebody that used to live. Yeah. You know, that can happen. That's kind of my take on it, that it, it could possibly be, if there isn't demons, there can still be humans that can be taken over and appear to be possessed by people by what people believe as are demons. And you know that's a great way of putting it. Uh, another example that just popped in my brain, a potential example is like the the Enfield Poltergeist case. And some people don't exactly. Even, yeah. don't, some people don't believe in that at all. Think it's a total fraud hoax, anyways. But the idea of that young girl being able to throw her voice like that, Mike, in those yeah. audio clips. They're just, yeah. they still, yeah, no, I don't like them. If they're fake, man alive, that girl is still creepy <laughs> as hell. If she's able to do that with her vocal cords, you know, but supposedly this spirit of whatever was inhabiting her and speaking through her, and it came across in this low, grumbly, guttural, creepy voice. Now, to me, just I, maybe it's just because of the sound and the feeling and the vibe, but that comes across as a malevolent force of some sort to me. Yeah, know. absolutely. Um, now, if uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not sure if there's any violence that occurred in the Enfield Poltergeist. I, I know a lot of exaggerated storytelling mm -hmm. has been involved or, or been, you know, is is included in that story. But I, I know there's you know furniture flying around, you know, uh, plates and all that stuff. You know, I guess that's kind of violent in nature, but 
very poltergeisty as well. A lot of poltergeist type activity. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, was it a fraud? I, that's another topic we can do, Mike, for a year right, and eight. But it's a hell of a story. And oh, God, yeah. even without knowing for sure if it was real or not, it's still, yeah. you know, it still has an effect on you. Seeing the pictures, listening to the audio, and reading the story. Yeah. Mike, it's too much. How can we talk about this without talking about Annalise Michael? Yeah. Michelle, however you want to pronounce her name. You were moved so much by when we last talked about her that you decided to use her image, her image in death, as your beginning, your return back to your artwork. Um, yeah, it's, it's uh, of course, still a work in progress. It's not an easy one to do. Well, no, I can imagine that's kind of <clears throat> emotional uh, and mm -hmm. uh, fairly, uh, I don't know, terrifying, but creepy, but... We've heard that audio. We've shared that audio. That uh, talk mm -hmm. about creepy as hell audio of her exorcism. Oh, yeah. Poor young woman. I know that that's creeped the hell out of you. I know that that's moved you to the point of, mm -hmm. dare I say, you are a firm believer in that case, but a yeah. believer of what? Yeah, that's exactly... Um that's exactly what you have to, you have to figure that out. I, it, it's so demonic See, you know, in you nature. Go. So, but are you just using demonic as an adjective because you can't think of another word right now, you know, which I know I, I struggle with words as well. <laughs> I mean, it's a very common thing, which isn't good when you're hosting podcasts, but Mike and I are really, right. good, at, really good at that. But <clears throat> to me that, well, obviously I totally buy into that. I mean, the poor young woman died. And it was just, it's just an awful story, and it's terrifying. You died a horrible death. A horrible <clears throat> malnutrition, dehydration, just any, yeah, she starved to death, basically. Yeah, and if anybody, if there's anybody that hasn't seen the pictures of that, um, yeah, yeah, it's no. quite a quite you, an image. If you don't feel like sleeping at night for a while, you know, we can really dive into the audio as well, too. I mean, what is going on in cases like that? And there's a lot of examples out there, Mike, of, you know, you see exorcism videos and these people are just contorting mm -hmm. themselves, eyes rolled back in their head. They look like they're bending themselves in ways that just shouldn't be possible. You know, is that some sort of, uh, again, I mean, what is it? Is that demonic in nature or is that, are, do, are they suffering from some illness that is just causing them to do this, cause them to go in these spasms, these fits? Um, question. Hey, there's the choo-choo train again. There's the train. We got we got the choo-choo on video. We did record a quick uh, video Patreon episode earlier as well. It was about half an hour, actually, uh, where we attempted to do some EVP sessions. Um, and my throat is getting to me here. Oh, well, I'm sorry about that. Well, no. You. Uh, can, you hang, can you hang in there for about 15 more minutes? Oh, yeah. I just have to keep muting and yeah, I know. coughing. <laughs> I think I transferred my cough to Mike all of a sudden, I, apparently. Oh, gosh, where do we want to go with this, though, Mike? Um, the idea of something being purely conceived from evil. How does that sit with you? How does that jibe with you? Like, the idea that a demon is something that has never existed on this earth in human form. So, like, what form is it? It's, it's something that has been conceived by pure evil. So right, that's what I would, that's how I would describe it. Now, is it a physical being, though? Is a demon... A physical being when it is existing on this earth or is it 
still mm, just pure, a good question. Still purely energy. Still, uh, I think it would be a pure energy thing that can appear as um, physical or misty or yeah. dark shadow or however it wants. And also depending on kind of like the strength of it as well, what whatever exactly, it yeah. may be. Yeah, you know, like different levels of demons that uh, have more to them than yeah. others. <laughs> I don't know. That's just my speculation. I, I don't ever want to meet the top demon, no matter what. <laughs> which, which, which demon's on the top level? Who are you talking about? Uh, Satan? Yeah. Well, that one I wouldn't mind meeting. Good old church lady. I'm not saying she's Satan, obviously, but... Uh... Mike, shall I read a passage from this book? Yes, I would love that. Gosh, I don't know where to start. Oh, See what the vernacular is at that time and period of its writing. I don't know if I use that word right. <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> oh, there, uh, this is a good... Yeah, Mike, you, sound, you look like you're dying over there. Are you okay? Yeah, you read, I'm going to cough. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's just, okay, that's wonderful. I'm, I'm glad, I can, glad I can help. God, where do I want to start? Hmm, lots of stuff here. See, this is for the video audience here. Nice yellowed old pages. Yeah, I bet it smells good too, like musty paper. Oh, it does. That like is an old library. I, I do enjoy that smell, that's for sure. Well, it looks like they're sharing a story here about some sort of possession. And it's labeled <laughs> as, once totally blind, sees again. In March of 1951, these are entries, I believe, or this maybe this is from the author. It says, in March of 1951, I had a stroke. I was unconscious four days, after which I was totally blind. My son drove me to Tyler, Texas, to AAA Allen, well, that'd be AA Allen's revival. and Tyler, Texas, that's where my daughter and her husband and family live. Hey, shout out to, to Mike's daughter and family. I, I hope they're listening. <laughs> Now, Reverend Allen, who placed his hands upon me and prayed, saying, Thou spirit of infirmity who makes this man blind, I bind and rebuke you now in the name of Jesus. I command you in Jesus' name to go now. Then he took his thumbs from my eyes, commanding me to see. Mike's dying again. God had instantly healed me. I saw many people. I saw their faces. I saw the... The evangelist, clearly, even the color of his tie and suit, praised God once I was blind, but now I can see. And I want to read that. I think of the Monty Python Life of Brian sketch. Yeah. The, guy, <laughs> the guy who was cured of blindness, but he's like, I was once blind, but now I can see. Blah! And he fell into a giant hole that he couldn't see. Yeah. <laughs> right, right after he said that. Um, and so, and that was signed by J. O'Brien. Um, shout out to J. O'Brien. I doubt you're listening. I don't know if you're even around anymore. I hope you are. Uh, the author goes on to say, Ask this man if demons are real. Ask him if deliverance is real. In, th in his case, all that I had done was to rebuke the spirit that had blinded the man. As I removed my fingers from over the man's eyes, he immediately began to shout, I can see, I can see, I can see. His deliverance was real. He's talking to the readers here. Then he goes on to say, Recently a woman came into prayer line who had been deaf in one year many years. Placing a finger in that ear, ouch. I commanded, in the name of Jesus, thou deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out. A smile of joy came over her face. She began to clap her hands and shout, I can hear, I can hear. Sounds very similar to the I can see example. And it goes on and on and on. 
There's it sounds yeah, he sounds like this guy's claiming to be a healer here in this book as well. Yeah. Well very uh, evangelistic. Oh absolutely it is. I'm just yeah. I'm trying to find an example of a demonic stuff in here. I mean the book is about demonic possession for gosh sakes. Oh well. Go get this book if it's still in circulation. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> it's a it's a very very religion based. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not saying that in a bad bad way. Oh, there's a year 1953. That's that's not ancient, but that's 70 years old. Holy crap! Right here, seven years, baby. Yeah. I don't know. I might throw that in the trash or put not it back out in the shed. A whole lot older than me. What's that? Not a whole lot older than me. Oh, hush now. Hush. <laughs> see, there's stuff. See, I'm finding all these great chapters in here but i don't want to waste everyone's time like this one's called the jealous demon i wonder what that's all about well check through it sometime and and it'd be kind of fun to maybe take a chapter and yeah spend a few minutes on it once in a while now i wonder if someone mike if demonic possession is real if demons are real and someone is unfortunately under the influence of demonic possession is in that some way as, like, say, the Catholic Church um, believes, and I was taught this as well, it's because you hadn't, I don't want to say it's your fault, but it hasn't, it's basically because you haven't accepted Jesus or even, like, you haven't been baptized yet, you haven't been protected from such a, such a malignant force. Now, I'll say it right now, I don't buy into that at all, but I, I want to throw this out to you. Any chance in hell, no pun intended there, that someone is more susceptible to demonic possession. Again, if demons, as demons are defined, are real, are some people more susceptible? Kind of like you personally are more apt to experience the paranormal. Are some more apt to experience the demonic? What do you think about that? Well, okay, so you're saying um, is someone more apt to be possessed if they they subscribe to that in their not necessarily no i'm not i'm, no, I'm okay. i want to, i want to make that clear that i don't i don't personally buy into like you know if, if just because you haven't been baptized you are more susceptible right. or any number of examples like that i'm just saying is someone just innately more susceptible to fall under oh. the influence of such a thing i mean i i mean Anybody is more susceptible to fall under the influence of anything. So why right. would demonic possession be different? But I think um, if, you know, a person is going to be more susceptible to it if they're, um, I think if they're broken down more and they're, uh, they have. Uh, what, do you mean, um, what do you mean by broken down more? Like on a low point if in they, their life? If they have a, exactly. Like, okay. like somebody that's uh, maybe in a depression or. Or more opened up um, because of being down, being uh, uh, can I, not having those defenses up. Can as I well can mentally. I interrupt real quick? I, I want to interject real quick, and I'll let you. I'll let you go on because I, I mm -hmm. want to say this part before I forget. I'll never I'll never forget this when I was texting my brother, my brother Joe, sometimes co-host of the parent or guest host of the Paranormally Zone and of Retro and Randoms, um, the day that beloved comedian Robin Williams killed himself. And this was before we all really knew what was going on with his illness, you know, his Louis body syndrome that he had, or I can't remember the exact title of it. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but it's basically he was losing his mind. It was an awful form of dementia. You have a dementia with a, with Louis bodies. It's a very, yeah, 
It's it's Very awful. Bad, yeah. It's awful. Um, but we, we Joe and I started going on about you know since it was a suicide and we heard rumors about him falling back into alcoholism and being down and being depressed. Uh, we were under the assumption wrongly that he committed suicide because he was like so just basically appeared on based on depression alone. And Joe then said, you know, I believe that depression is the devil. And we kind of, we got into like a kind of a serious text conversation about that. Cause that, that struck me. I was like, that's a really unique and kind of interesting and kind of cool way of looking at it. Who's to say that, mental illnesses of all kind. Now, everyone out there who doesn't believe in any of this stuff, forgive me for saying this. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not saying I buy this either. Well, who's to say that all mental illnesses of any kind isn't of a higher, and I hate saying higher, of a different realm of, I don't want to say power either, or spiritual <laughs> A different existence. It's nothing physical. It's something that's oppressive from that other side. Mm -hmm. Something malevolent. I mean, if we believe that there is something out there after this life, who's to say that there isn't something on the other side that is unfortunately influencing the health of those unfortunate? I mean, I could go on and on about that, but we had an interesting right. conversation about depression being the devil. I mean, how does that strike you? Does that seem kind of <laughs> silly? No, not silly. I mean, you know, I think if there is a demons or the devil or whatever, they are going to use whatever is at their, you know, at their uh, disposal, there so to speak, whatever. Yep. Um, you know, they're going to take what's, what's devastating to us. I mean, depression and mental health, and it, it is such a huge thing in this world now um it why couldn't it be a if you believe in demonic forces why couldn't that be one of their tools and and we you know we look at it as a as a <clears throat> medical situation you know because we have the doctors we have everything but we also have the the belief systems and the religions that believe that uh this can be a demonic mm -hmm. presence uh it's almost like that. I mean, if anything, if anything, I know it's a heavy question. It he is. Heavy-handed question, probably. Um, if anything, maybe they feed off. Maybe the evil energy feeds off of your physical ailments. Yeah, I can definitely you know, yeah. agree with that. I'm sure. They're going to they're gonna dig into what you have inside of you and what's, what your fears are, what your, mm -hmm. you know, what your issues are, and work on those. What better way is there to bring somebody down and turn them into a pile of, you know, possessed mush, <laughs> you know, if you want to go that way. When you said dig in, of course, I, and we brought for bringing them up again, I think of supposed claws, the three claws being scratched into people. I thinking of Zach Bagans, of course, and a lot of these episodes of Ghost Adventures and a lot of, you know, a lot of other investigators and a lot of people who claim to be living in haunted houses or whatever. You know, they say they get these scratches, these injuries. They say they, you know, they have, they're pushed down the stairs. I mean, yeah, like we were the, wondering if we were going to get them at the Sally house. I was just going to say that. <laughs> you know, the former owners say that they were just, you wouldn't believe the hell, again, air quotes, that they went through, mm -hmm. they claimed to have went through at the Sally house. Uh, Mike and I, we didn't feel, I didn't feel anything. 
of a malevolent no uh, and uh, energy no. at the Sally House at all. No, I mean we had that leery, freaky feeling just because where we were at. But, exactly. But yeah, nothing bad, nothing evil, malevolent. No. Um, but I do have to say that looking down those stairs, That's, especially the first time we uh, opened that basement door. Looking down that. those stairs was like looking down into the depths of freaking hell. And that's where <laughs> that's where a friend of the show, Dustin Perry, Ghost Hunters cast yeah. member, says that he had his uh, very freaky experience yeah. down in that basement. Scared the heck out of him and that other person he was with. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, man. Sounded like somebody shuffling or dragging themselves across the floor towards yep, him. exactly. Ugh. And they're all Not good. Not down good. there in the basement in the dark pure dark and everyone had slowly left they, he was there with a group of people they were all mm -hmm. out of the basement out of the house it was just dustin and this other gentleman well, i guess i don't know if it was a gentleman he always said it was another yeah. investigator down there pitch black they're both just standing there and then they both heard and felt that shuffling energy on the floor like something yeah. was on the Ugh. floor crawling and at high speeds towards them so much so that Dustin leaned up back against the wall as trying to get out of the way. Yeah. Oh, I would have read up the stairs praying to Jesus and God <laughs> and and uh, uh, Holy St. Michael, whoever. <laughs> Mary, Mary, whoever. <laughs> Mike be pouring holy water on his head as he's running yeah. down the street. <laughs> but Man. that would be an experience. I mean, and then that was after... What two days of, uh, of basically nothing? Nothing. That was the second day yeah. that they were there. They were going to leave shortly after that, and you know. And again, we were looking forward to it, but we have to be leery too. I mean, we're planning on going to the Velisca House, Mike, and that is again. Dustin yeah, says that place is one. absolutely active and and a in not a good way. Um, I'm excited <laughs> as hell, but the closer we get to making those plans, making them final. I'm going to feel a little tingly and in not yeah. a good way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but anyways, I mean, who's the no? You gotta I mean, feel it, like you're, you're going to feel like you got a nine volt battery strapped to your ball sack. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I no, sorry. Um, no, that's, that's perfectly fine, Mike. That's an apt description. Um, <laughs> now is that, that's a whole nother <laughs> subject altogether too. I mean, is yeah. that such a powerful enough entity that in like a house could be just, absorbed with this demonic saturated energy. yeah saturated that's yeah a good way of putting it um yeah. or as mike said on the prior episode the walls are impregnated with energy yeah. <laughs> i still yeah. don't know what the hell you meant by that but i, I get you i got you it sounded good <laughs> all right mike um it's time to, time to wrap it up here i gosh i hope we yeah. didn't ramble on too much but that's kind of what we are prone to do. But that's all good. That's what makes people love us or loathe us. So either you love us or you hate us. There's yeah, no in between. No in between. So that's fine. <laughs> so and, and there's a lot of no love too. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, my demon possession book aside, did me no purpose, no help this episode. Thank you. Be gone, demon possession book. Well, you should see if that guy's still alive, and if he is, send it to him and have him autograph it and send it back to you. Well, I'm assuming 70, awesome. 70 years ago, unless he had this published when he was like 20 or yeah, so. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone. 
Uh, yeah, he's been I, embraced by the arms of demons and has been sucked down to hell. Yep, he's got the autograph <clears throat> autograph of a Beelzebub on the back page. <laughs> um, Beelzebub. <laughs> if I was the demon Beelzebub, I'd say, "Who the fuck named me?" <laughs> oh wait, oh sorry, I didn't mean to do that. That's fine, Michael. This, these episodes are all always listed as explicit. Who cares? I know, but that's, God. that's the first time Mike's dropped an ep, uh, dropped an yeah. f bomb for a while. But I'm proud of you. I'm happy. Well, you know, Mary's a hell of a influence on me, but she's an she's an effing influence. That's for she's sure. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mike. Time for our final say here. Yay yes, or nay? I have an answer. Yay or nay? No shades of gray. Well, I hope you just don't go like quickly, like blah. Okay, I'm done. I hope you elaborate a little bit. So. Well, of course, I've, of course, I'll elaborate. Um, put it. Give so the final of- take or the final question is, <clears throat> and help me out here, Mike. The final question is. Demons, real, not real, if so, physical in nature, um, ethereal in nature. I mean, just what comes to mind? I mean, I guess you don't have to answer all that stuff. That's kind of redundant. No, that's redundant. Okay. Um, Mike, yay or nay, I'll give you the honors for the first answer. Well, uh, you know that I've been really... I've been working on coming around and I've really been trying to figure out in my head, you know, exactly what the whole deal with demons are. And, uh, boy, I tell you, I'm close. I am very close because right now when I'm thinking about it, I've, I've got, uh, like reasons why I would think, yes, demons do exist, but you know, the, the, where do they come from? Where do they originate? Uh, to me, if demons do exist, they, you know, I would put them more in a, a category of the, like the elemental, the not being a human form ever, um, being created by, uh, well, everything is energy. Um, there's, there's positive energy. There's a negative energy. There's good. There's bad. The light side and the dark side. The light side, the Star dark Wars side. Fans. And there's got to be that dark side Mm -hmm. there's the yin and the yang and the black and the white and then all of that balance it has to be so not or without saying where demons are coming from or where they originated or what demonic overlord made them not going there but i'm going to say yes there are demons it's just a matter of what where and exactly, and this is something I'm going to really be digging into and getting in a, do a good soul searching. So for me, I can figure out, I can understand and uh, talk to you about it. Talk to, you know, on uh, episode, whatever, get some more ideas and just kind of clear that up for me. But yes, I will say, yes, there are demons. Damn. I wasn't seeing that one coming. I like that. Yeah. Well, Mike, just so everyone knows, too, in case you're new to the show, I think Mike says he's believed in everything that we've covered. Uh, maybe one or two, I think you've said uh, nay, nay to. Well, I didn't believe in that pink elephant I saw the other day. Oh, but you did see you it. Much. Yeah, you didn't see it. <laughs> um, well, I'm still not drinking. I haven't had anything to drink since the Sally House, still. That's awesome, man. That's great. But uh, And I feel good. And not that I wouldn't enjoy a beer here and there, but. Absolutely. Well, that's awesome. I'm so proud of you. Oh, my little Mike is all grown up. 
<laughs> I don't know why the hell I said that. No, actually, it's probably because I've got about four medicines that say, do not drink alcohol. That with. is a big portion of it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but that is important, yeah. <laughs> Mike's private parts may fall off yeah. if he combines the two. So yeah, better change the- that battery on my ball sack. <laughs> Get that going again. See, I said private parts, and you keep saying ball sack, so that's fine. Well. I know, I'm kidding. You know, what's more appropriate? What what gets the point across better? Touche. You got me. <laughs> okay. You got me. Um, well, I won't linger very long. Uh, I'm sure you can guess what I'm going to say. Yes, I say yay, demons exist. Uh, but I will say this, Mike. Whereas you went from the point of, I'm not going to say you were a non-believer because I don't think you are a non-believer in anything, but on a scale of believing, you're like a one out of a hundred, maybe a 10 out of a hundred, but you're kind of getting gradually a little closer to, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm letting myself understand it more. Yeah. And, and, uh, um, there's ways to figure it out. If I, if I'm not comfortable putting a religious aspect on it, I mean, things can exist without a religious, you know, connotation to it or, or, on a religious level a religious label you know right exactly but you know in a person's religion if that becomes part of their religion and that's what makes them happy and comfortable and live a a better life then let that be part of their religion and mike you know that's a that's another way of looking at stuff too you know it's we're talking about spiritual we're talking about energies you know we're talking about what we cannot see you know um most of the time, can't see. You know where I'm getting at there. Religion, you can look at religion as simply a way of trying to put it in a human construct as to try and wrap your mind Something around Something that it, we can understand. That we can understand. Yeah. And right. there are so many different religions because there are so many different interpretations of so many different things. Yeah. Um, that's a whole other ball of wax. But they each have just little shifts in, in, uh, in belief system that throws those differences in there and yeah. can amplify those differences, I'm sure. Now, as as I was saying that you were kind of making your way closer and closer towards being a full-fledged believer and you're saying, yay, I, I say yay as well, but I'm also going further away from it. I'm going kind of closer. Mm. I'm meeting in the middle here where I'm moving away from that purely being a, um, again, the religious construct of being a, you know, a, uh, the malevolent answer to benevolence, you know, on a spiritual <clears throat> level here. It's, to me, it's becoming more of a shade of gray, but I can't say that it is. I'm going with yay, but not strictly, again, the little Catholic boy in me is not, I'm not, we're not talking about the little red devil with the pitchfork sitting on my right. shoulder type stuff, you know, as cliche as that sound. But I think you understand what I'm saying here. Mm-hmm. I'm totally opening up my mind to different explanations, if there are any, for what de- yeah. demon slash demonic possession could be. Now, I want to say this real quick too before we wrap it up. Um, when you're talking about the, you know we have to have like the 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 opposing energies, you know, the pure evil, the pure good, the dark side, the light side, you know, the yin yang, you know, as you were saying, the black and white, you know, such demons and, such, and angels, demons and angels. Um. Again, we're putting that together so we can understand it, and we're doing that so we can understand it on this human level, this human existence here. So if, yeah. if, there, if there is this balance that is needed in this human existence, when we move on from this human existence, is it possible to move towards an existence that is either pure benevolence or pure 
malevolence. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Another existence altogether. And is that maybe where the demons, air quote demons, that we know on this earth, do they come from this existence that is pure evil? Do the angels... Um, which over time has become known as hell. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. Do angels, as we know as angels, do they come from the pure innocence? The which pure... is what we know as heaven. Something to think about, maybe. Yeah, a lot to think about there. Well, this has been great, Mike. Uh, we, uh, shit, we are coming up on an hour. I think this was fairly entertaining, hopefully fairly, um, I wouldn't yeah. say informative. The only thing informative about it is this 1953 book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything you want to show off to our, our viewing audience, Mike? <laughs> he looks over his shoulder at his creepy-ass monkey. Oh, what? man. Oh, what? 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 Oh, oh, he's confused now. Uh, uh, what happened? I got it. I gotta have something. No, oh, it's okay. Here's here's a Mike. Look frightened for a second. What the hell is that? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, it's like knitted figure made out of plastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it's like a cute baby version of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. How the hell is that possible? Right here. I got a Fushigi. Oh my goodness! Everybody, anybody remember the Fushigi commercials? Yes, I. Proud of that. Anyway, that's all I got. Well, I got tons, but. Well, you know, Mike, this has been great. Um, thank you, viewing audience, Patreon members, for for checking this out. I'll get this posted as soon as possible, as long uh, along with the other half hour uh, kind of EVP session that we attempted earlier today. Uh, results? Eh, I don't know. Some some answers maybe we heard there, but we're not yeah. sure. Uh, we have to think of a better way to get that spirit box picked up. You know, uh, so yeah, it. but yeah. it, it, it'll work. It, it, it's fine. It's, it's cool. Hopefully you guys, hopefully you guys check that out. Uh, we'll be back yeah. again at Patreon with another creature feature or who the hell knows what we're going to do, but we're always going to be adding consistently to the Patreon page from now on. If you guys want to support the podcast, if you enjoy us, um, you enjoy what you hear. I mean, big thanks to you guys. We love you all. Try out our Patreon page for as little as a buck. You have access to all of our Patreon exclusive episodes and if you want to sign up for another tier, you have access to everything on there, including all of our video and audio, all of our ghost hunting investigations. It's pretty cool stuff, um, and it's just going to get better. So, and uh, if you'd rather not see our faces, let us know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll stop with these video episodes altogether. So, um, we and we are going to continue putting more fast track exclusive, uh, YouTube exclusive yeah. fast track episodes. We're going to post those more and more as well because they're super fun. We love doing them. So, yeah, and watch for the video. The vlog. Video vlog well. coming up on up? Patreon yeah. page. Oh my gosh, we got so much stuff lined up. Um, we love all you guys. Go subscribe on YouTube. The YouTube page is, is uh, growing. We're going to start jumping on that YouTube. Yes, absolutely. So um, yeah. thanks again, Mike. I appreciate it. This has been a blast. Uh, hopefully I won't have nightmares about demons or my priest. And, I won't. Uh, I know you won't. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> I'll wake up with an image of my former priest dousing me with holy water or something. You know. Dream about my fushigi. That too. That could work as well. Yeah. All right, Mike. Well, until next time, buddy, what do our awesome yes. fellow zoners need to do? Peace out, everybody. <laughs>